Episode 83 of Slap City, guys. That's right, 83. Can you believe that? 83 episodes already of Slap City. Yes, <laughs> so, we've, been, we've been talking for, you've been talking for 83 episodes. And that's, uh, yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. Fantastic. It's a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of people who've been following on SoundCloud and Facebook and Twitter and clicking in iTunes and everything. And it'll be on Spotify soon. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. That's the next goal on this. But, you know, episode 83 is a sunny breezy type of day i guess new york city we'll say great weather it's kind of kind of like it's all right it's not too hot it's not like 90s yet because i'm worried when it's the 90s what are we gonna do in this room it's, it's gonna it's be not warm enough to be summer yet but it's definitely a little too warm to be spring so it's, it's, it's right in the middle if it's like 90 to 100 though i'm telling you this room's gonna be really really hot that just means people gotta you know that yeah you know what i don't, <laughs> even, have, I don't even have a good joke about that. oh my goodness and uh, as our equipment stuff is. but as we talk about sports <laughs> let's get back to talking about what we're here for because there's so much excitement in the air the, the calves are staring at the broom of all brooms yeah. uh, stand at the broom of all brooms and uh <laughs> oh yeah right in their face the memes are flying yeah um so about game one we talked about game one before last week and it was just like oh it's just a heartbreak because the Irishman did like the dumbest thing you've ever seen in your life and especially in the finals game still routed for JR they never, rec- was a- they never recovered though after that point because I'm just like man if you're that like I said if you're that dumb to not shoot the ball I'm just like you just show your basketball IQ to everybody to the world on the, on the biggest stage basically and some people know JR Smith already but just like on that stage particularly you just show everybody why you have a below average basketball IQ, which is bad. Did you see what um, Iman Shumpert said in his interview about Jr. Smith? Oh, I didn't see that. What did he say? He basically said, he said Jr. got in trouble for doing what everybody always tells him to do. He was like, man, if you played with Jr., if you know Jr., he makes impossible shots. He makes bad shots. Yeah. He he sends it up. He makes the bucket. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. He shoots over two people. He you know, but that's when he's in his element. Yeah. And everybody always tells him not to do that. Yeah. So the one time he decided to think, he was like, I think he thought too much. <laughs> he was like, because he actually did the smart move. Instead of turning around and putting it right back up, which is what we know him to do, he did what everybody else always says he should do, and he thought about it. And in thinking about it, he decided to, to run out. Nobody called timeout. Nobody planned for anything. He just ran. He just ran out, and you know, you never know. You don't want to have like a a, a Chris Revis situation where you call a timeout and don't have one. Yeah, and they I were like, that. no, no, but they didn't have a timeout. He was like, no, they actually did have one timeout, and nobody thought to call it. As soon as he got the rebound, somebody should have been calling timeout. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they actually had a timeout, so you could either blame the coaching staff, or you can blame LeBron, or you could blame the other teammates around him that didn't say anything because they should have said something. I think. I'm I'm with Shump on this one because as soon as he secured, the, there should have been a plan in place that once he gets, if anybody gets the rebound, call timeout. If they get the rebound, foul. Like you know what I mean? That yeah. should have been lined up before before the the shot even happened, and nobody was thinking like that. And then J.R. Smith gets the ball, and there's no plan in place. He turns around and sees Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson running in his general vicinity. I just feel like, man, I, I just it's untypical for Jr. to not take the shot though. Right. That's the thing. That, that's <laughs> what Shump was yeah, saying. Yeah, he he's like, the one the one time he did what everybody wants him to do. He's met everybody's mad. It's almost but, like, and then you pointed out 
he pointed out if he'd have turned around and shot that and made it, he'd have been a hero. But if he'd have turned around and shot that and break it. it, everybody would have been getting on him just the same way. So either way, to lose the situation for him. For regardless. him, yeah, for, for him, him, absolutely. If it was anybody else, they'd be like, like he, he yeah, would have needed to pass the ball immediately. But the thing is, LeBron was open on the key, so he should have passed the ball. But right, as soon as he, he got it, he didn't. He somebody should have called timeout. Like you know, like, LeBron may would have made that or missed it. We don't know, but at least he would have passed and made the right play. And be like, oh, we missed the shot. I would have. If I'm him, I'm definitely looking to get it to LeBron. But I was, I feel like in that situation, for LeBron to to have like a a, a tantrum and kind of be mad and upset. As a leader, I think you should be more composed and understand the situation that it's a tie game going overtime. You have a chance to win. And I felt like he didn't have that. I felt like in his mindset, it was like, oh, we lost. because Already. Like, yeah. And I'm like, you can't have that. I feel like if, if there was Dwayne Wade in that situation, right, and that happened to him, mm-hmm. Wade is the type of guy who's like, you know, even keel. You know, he's been in, he's been there, done that. So he wouldn't be going crazy like they didn't take the shot. He'd just be like, oh, we're in overtime, guys. You know, it's a tie game. We zero zero. We we just gotta execute and then see what happens. That's it. Do not let Ron DiCarlo hear you talking. You see your Instagram story? No. Oh my goodness, she was just going hard on me for saying, "Oh well, the rants too much for the Warriors, this and that." And then she's like, "Oh, you got the Warriors are like teaming up superstars to beat one guy," and I'm just like. You know, if this was like the Avengers and Thanos, then you know Thanos would be LeBron, the Avengers would be the Warriors. Right. In some ways, I guess, because he's just too right. powerful and stuff. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know if she had that same energy when LeBron was in Miami. I don't think so either, but she's really disappointed that she thinks that she was so upset that night that she didn't want to tweet or anything. <laughs> so I, I was the jerk, and I was on Instagram being like, you know, I'm going to just tell her what I feel is going to happen. Durant's just too much for Cleveland, Warriors, this and that. Then she goes on a little riot, I mean, a little rant, and then puts on the story, and then is like, are you serious, this and that? She's just really upset now. And as a lot of Cavalier fans, they're upset. I think Shannon Sharp didn't want to go work the next day for Undisputed because he was so upset because um, of what Durant did. And it's just like, you can feel bad for LeBron, or you, you, you know, maybe you don't feel bad for him. The way I say it, I kind of am in the middle. I kind of feel bad, but don't feel bad too much for LeBron because this is his fault. Again, mm-hmm. with his in this, this decision to get these players that he wants to get, like you pay Tristan Thompson on a max contract, who basically just rebounds and cheats on the Kardashians. <laughs> That's basically what he does. And you pay a max to J.R. Smith, who doesn't even know what the heck happens on the court most of the time, takes weird shots, probably drinks Henny more than anything, and thinking that because he's with LeBron, he can just chill and do whatever. Basically, what it is. And that's sad. It's almost like LeBron is like that kid in the group that does everything, and mm-hmm. all the kids are just there that, that don't do anything. You're just like, oh, thank you for carrying us, giving like us the, the A. The, the kid and the, who works in the group project yeah. doesn't do any other work, yeah. but still gets the A. And I had it on Instagram, too, when Durant made that shot. I was like, when you carry a group to to an A for a final project, and then they, they all yelling, you're like... <laughs> I remember, you know, Durant was the hero that night. Yeah, that night was the hero, and he had to. Is the is the hero on other nights? Clay was a hero the night before. Yeah, you know, Draymond Green is consistent and always mm-hmm. puts in the same amount of work. You know, it makes him special. Yeah, like, like that's why that's why I, all that you know when you carry the team stuff. Like, okay, so one like two of the guys have an off night. The third guy picks it up. That's what when, they did, basically. When Durant was stinking it up in the first game of the series, Curry it, picked was, it, up. it was Curry and Clay. They picked it up. Right. So and Green too. He made some shots. It just kind of feels like. And they won them. And they won those games without Equal Dollar. 
And my, my point to that is, had they had to depend on Durant that night, yeah, they'd have lost. Yeah, but we might it. we might be two two two. Yeah. So, so there's no telling. And they I, didn't. So it was just like you know, what can you do? And yeah. the one thing I can I can say though is that if um, what is it? If Durant had played yesterday like a average game, you know, like twenty to twenty five points. They probably would have lost. Well, it would either lost or it'd have been way closer. Or have been like they would have lost by five or something or ten. Yeah. Because Curry and Thompson. Or just maybe one by two. Curry and Thompson were just awful. Yeah, you can't you can't do anything about it. I'm talking about like like really 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 awful. I mean Curry was like one of ten from three, and he was three of sixteen, and Clay was having a, a a quiet ten points, and Green was just doing whatever. But you know it's funny. Green only had two rebounds in game three. And I'm just like, how you want to get two rebounds in that game? Because I guess Durant got all the rebounds because he had like 13 rebounds and stuff. And they were out rebounding that whole game too because mm-hmm. the Cavaliers gonna, of course, they were gonna do in game three. They're gonna do their first punch, their first haymaker punch to the Warriors. The Warriors responded because Durant was making every single shot, taking ridiculous shots. Like even Kevin Love was trying to guard him. Kevin Love had like this frustration on his face. Like, are you kidding me? This and that. Yeah. Like, it's just so hard to stop him when he's in the rhythm like that. That's why LeBron. I was surprised at LeBron because I'm like, we always brag about him being the best player in the world. So why didn't you guard Durant in the last couple of possessions? I felt like for LeBron not to guard Durant, it was just, to me, look like we live in an age now where LeBron... Are you recording? Yeah, where LeBron is exactly not living up to the standard of, oh, I'm the best player in the world, let me guard Durant. But he's going to do that. He just shies away, somebody else does it. And I don't understand that at all. Because he doesn't, especially when Durant's hot, that's extra energy. And I think he's trying to save himself for, like, you know, when they make a push or when he sees a weakness in, in the Golden State's armor, which doesn't really pop up. And I don't, But I don't think he's making a push because you look at those possessions in that game, he just started passing the ball. That isn't really forcing the shot or trying to drive to the basket to get a foul. He didn't do any of that. He started passing at Tristan Thompson for some reason. Tristan Thompson takes, like, a weird shot. And you're just looking at yourself, I'm like, nah, if you're going to make your statement here, you got to do the push right here. Yeah, you have like 33 points and stuff, but you're going to have to have more than that because you had Ronnie Hood get 15, you had J.R. Smith get 13, you had Kevin Love get 20 and 12, I believe. So it's like, you had the help, but you needed to score more, and he didn't do it. Well, he was either tired, or he just saw the writing on the wall and saying, man, why am I doing so much energy in this series? I'm not going to win this series. I'm going to just conservative for next year or something. Or both. Or it could be that too, yeah. Or both. I, I can't knock him for either perspective, being tired or not wanting to, you know, go super hard, knowing that there's no way they can win. There's no way they can win. They, they, he, he knew that right in a while when they faced this team that he was like, you know, I could go hard in game one, drop 50, and still lose, which he did. I feel like if LeBron drops 70, they'll still lose. Somebody <laughs> just, said he needs to drop 80 for them. Okay, they drop 80 and he still loses. This is this is just incredible, man. Really. Like, what can he do? Drop 100? Which, I mean, that's not going to happen. But still, like, you drop 80 and you still lose to this team? I'm just like, man, this team is just too great, man. So they compare about who the greatest player of all time. Maybe it's just start asking who's the greatest team of all time. I think that you know the wrong question is always. Been, remember that thing in I think two K twelve a few years ago, uh, Jordan was like, um, oh, he had this question like, oh, they talk about who the greatest player of all time is. That's the wrong dumb question. It's like it should be who the greatest team of all time is. Mm-hmm. And he always had he had six rings. Of course, he had you know ninety five, 
96, he thinks is the best team because he won 72 uh, uh, games and also won the title that year. I think he's right, though, in some ways. Like, we keep comparing about LeBron being the greatest player of all time or the GOAT. It should just be about who the greatest team of all time is. Well, you can, you can, people can chew gum and walk at the same time. It's, it's nothing to have two separate arguments. And I think if you just compare error by error and rules by rules and et cetera. I watched, I watched a show on ESPN with a lot of old school, like, basketball players from, like, like Kevin McHale and, you know, like, dudes yeah. from, like, the 70s and mm-hmm. 60s and 70s. And they were like, well, the thing is, today's guys all the way around are better athletes than we were. I think it's true, though. No, he, he, you, you he, wasn't, the, he wasn't saying it to be mean. Yeah, he wasn't mean. Like, if you look at the film back in the day, they don't seem that athletic. No, because, now it's because like, that, wasn't, that wasn't necessary to play the game. Yeah. He was like, all these dudes are way more athletic than we were. Like, with the exception, like, maybe Dr. J. All the and Moses Malone, all these dudes were like super athletes. He was like, and then you see the dudes who became athletic in our era were the ones who always excelled. So then everybody decided to get that way, and now all these guys became better athletes all the way around. And that's when you gave birth to the Magic Johnsons, the Michael Jordans, the the Scottie Pippins, and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. He was like, so I believe. No, no, me personally, Mech, I believe that. Athletic wise, athleticism wise, the '90s era is on par with today. Like the '90s and 2000s, I think athletic wise, everybody's caught up. I think Michael Jordan is just as good an athlete. Oh yeah, yeah, like a 50 inch vertical jump, basically. I know he had like 48, but Dominique Wilkins, yeah. Javier McDaniel's. Uh-huh. Like I think all these dudes are just as athletic as today's players. And they'll probably excel into the generation of basketball with all these rules. But yeah, that's. Man, that's that's the other part that came into it because Isaiah Thomas was there and he was like, "Well, no hand check rule." I he was like, "If if that didn't if I didn't have to worry about like being hand hand checked or being fouled every time I drove the lane, he was like, forget about it.' Or get elbowed while you drive, like that's how yeah, it was yeah, back in there. Every time I come down there, somebody's getting a flagrant, and I get two shots and the ball. Mm-hmm. I'll never stop. That's I'll a... never stop. No hand check. He was like, "I'd be a better shooter if there was no." If people couldn't hand check me. I think a lot of people have been better. Shazam and Reggie Miller of this generation, probably. So the rules the rules from point A to point B have gotten softer. And the players got better, more athletic. But because the rules got softer, I think athletes from out of the 90s and 2000 era probably would have excelled in the 2010 era just because of the change of rules. I, the game. I agree with that. I mean, you look at today's generation too. You have a bunch of seven footers now that can handle the ball and score yeah, and play on, point guard. Those dudes don't even play with their backs to the basket. They anymore. don't. I mean, Porzingis, for all we know, in a few years, you might ha- be able to handle the ball and start taking people off the dribble and stuff. Yeah, that's that's never gonna happen. It's gonna happen with Porzingis, man. I just, it's just you got, you got. It's gonna come. Watch. It's gonna. He's only come. gonna be able to do that with another seven footer. Yeah, and that's that's the advantage for him. Like right. if he doesn't get seven footers, advantage for him. But you gotta have other people seven footers that can defend these type of people too, probably because they're gonna they're be gonna doing the same them. thing. They're gonna have to come out to the three point line. I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo is seven foot basically, and he can dribble the ball like he's like Durant. You know, Durant's like these Joel guys. Joel Yeah, like these guys uh, can. They're, the brow. They're, they're so skilled. Boogie. Yeah, Andy Davis can take the ball off the dribble, dribble and and the fast break and everything. Like this, these are guys are skilled players. Anthony Davis. I think out of all the big men we just mentioned, he's definitely my favorite. 
He's probably going to be the best player like in two or three years. If we could if trade Porzingis for him, I totally would. I don't. I still. I still trust in Porzingis, man. I, I like, like Porzingis. The, the upside's there for but him. But he's not as fast as Davis. At least not yet. I don't think he's ever going to get because he's got that. He's almost got like that. He's like an upgraded Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, but better handle and much better handle. And but he's still got that painful looking run. <clears throat> and he's gonna get better with that. As the t- I mean, of course, he's coming back from ACL injury, but he will get better from that. My point is, Anthony Davis moves like a point guard now. He does. He moves like he moves like a straight up and down point guard. And this is no knock on Porzingis. No, I'm not saying. Either, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to disrespect the unicorn. I'm. I'm a big fan. He's a Nick. You, you know how I feel about my Nick. So <laughs> he's definitely not ever the guy who's dissing us. However, Anthony Davis really impresses me. He does. He's going to be great. And I just hopefully he can get to the Western Conference Finals at least, and we'll see what he does there. And then maybe he gets to the finals one day. We don't know for sure, though. No, I, I think for sure he gets to the finals. He has before, to have a better team, his, though. Well, yeah, I mean, but that you can say that with everybody. You got Houston, you got the Spurs, you got OKC, you got... Say, say that about the Knicks. You can, you know, That's Porzingis. True. But the like, Knicks, I feel like in the East is more weak because, I mean, who are you going to compete? Savvy Sixers and Boston I in your division. Not, I do not know that anymore because I think I think in 2019, a lot of superstars from the Western Conference start coming over to the East because they want an easier ride. But then also and they're sick same. of running into Curry and, That's and true. company and the every Spurs. five seconds. Yeah. So, so... I think a lot of people are going to start looking to come over here. I think Kawhi Leonard is seriously considering coming to this side. Going to the Nets, especially when no, to the Knicks. He's going to the Knicks. I think I say we have the money to pay him. I just I just found that out. We have to get Kyrie too. I heard I've heard Kyrie. I've heard DeRozan. I've heard. I don't um, want DeRozan. DeRozan is a choker. He can't. He can't. If he's on New York, you'll get you'll cry. He was in New York crying like the pressure and I'm everything. I'm saying who I want. The only person out of the people I just named that I want is is Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I want Kawhi because I think Kawhi was made for New York. I think Kawhi worker. What is he? Job. What is he? A three or four? He's a three. three right? or, he can play three or four though. He can play two for well, all we defend, know. He can defend. He can defend one through four. And he can play two as well. Probably because his shot is good enough. It is good. But I think him playing with uh, Porzingis, coached by Fizdale. We get um we get a three in the draft. He plays the four. Or we get a four in the draft, and he plays the three. We get like Mikhail Bridges, or um, Miles be, Bridges. It'd be good. And uh, we already got an abundance of point guards, so you just got to make it work. We still got Tim Hardaway on the team. We still got Lee on the team. Lee is a much better shooter than people give him credit for. Um, period. Just they just need better plays, but I think he's good. Moutier, I'm hearing good things about. You know, I'm a big fan of Trey Burke. Well, I'm a pretty fan of Frank and see what he can do. He's getting, getting bigger, stronger, should, yeah, I think taller. Frank should, I think Frank should start looking at that two-guard spot. I think... Or the three. He could just play all five positions if he gets a 6-7 or 6-8. I don't think he's going to get that tall. He, he's 19 right now, isn't he? Yeah. So he might... At 21 is when you start growing. That's when most people are. He might grow 6-7, six, 6-8 six, when it's all said and done. And he'll be, he'll be tall. He'll be strong. He'll be great defensively, and he'll hopefully have a good offensive game. I think we have – I told you early, I think we have the, the makings of a, a young Kawhi Leonard. With, I, I believe with, so, as too. As he turns his offensive game on. Mm-hmm. My biggest frustration with him is that he wouldn't shoot. Because he's so passive. But then when he would shoot, he would hit. That's that's, that's what they're trying to figure out right now. Can he, can he be consistent at it now? Yeah. Because he can shoot the ball. It's just he has to just – just shoot. Be aggressive. Don't don't be afraid that you're not gonna shoot the ball or anything. You know. I think Trey Burke is our best at point guard, mm-hmm. and I think that's fine where it is. Um, I'm not sure about the other guards. 
But I think Any if we start Trey, Hardaway, one of the bridges. Yeah, we got to draft one of them for sure. Kawhi Leonard. That Paul Ford. at the five. I mean, you want to play small ball. Like, well, it's not small ball because you still have Porzingis. But exactly. you want to play at that. Now, now that. all of a sudden, even our small ball is still, like, ridiculous. It's big, or, yeah. You scale it back, you leave Cantor at the five, Porzingis plays at the four. I don't know if Cantor's gonna come back though. We'll see. Well yeah, we'll see what happens. But I, I I'll keep my eye out on Ghanis because I don't know if you're gonna see Milwaukee as long as you think. I don't see that either. I think he might he, he might want to play with Porzingis. I think a lot of people want to play with Porzingis. But I think Ghanis wants to play with the most because I know they've they've done a lot together like in the off season they've been talking oh, right? you know like training sometimes even um you know well, they, they keep know, in touch they keep in touch Porzingis isn't going to Milwaukee no he's not that's he's why not I'm gonna, saying guys gonna, might come to New York he's not going to kill the number one market to go play in Milwaukee Wisconsin of course not so that's why I think guys could come to New York could play small forward could play power forward could play shooting guard could play point guard could play whatever he's the he, ultimate he's, mismatch he's a, he's a seven footer too isn't he yeah he could play all five positions too so we would have like a Boogie Cousins and, and Anthony Davis style setup. With we, both of them we would have like a LeBron type of player. Imagine, imagine the three and the four. It'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. But if you had Ghana's Kawhi and Porzingis. That's disgusting. Defensively? That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. I would have Giannis. I would let Giannis play the, the five. We'd be number one defense in the league. Mm-hmm. With that lineup, and yeah, we have a good be no bench. Points. Yeah, we have a good bench, yeah, be and no we'll be we'll be scoring in top five. We'll be number one in defense, though. When's his contract, though? I don't know. I have to check that out actually. But I know he doesn't want. I don't think he'll stay in Milwaukee as long. I just think he wants to go somewhere where he can play with another star or something, and then maybe they have to make some real changes for him to stick around. I don't think he's just. That's the thing. I don't think he's gonna stick around. Cause he's doing everything for them basically, mm-hmm. and he's only like twenty-two, I think. He's young. He's really young. That's the thing. So he's not even. A, I think the next ten years, Porzingis stays healthy, and Giannis is there, and the Celtics are there, and the Seventy Sixers. I mean, that's like the rivalries they're gonna have. You gonna have those four teams or four players like Giannis, Porzingis, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, the Celtics too, Jalen Brown. You forgot about Jason Tatum, who's gonna probably be blossom to a superstar too. Like these guys, they're all gonna be the future of the East. And they're gonna be it's gonna be a lot of rivalry too each other, mm-hmm. especially with Porzingis and these guys. They're gonna it's gonna be because I don't know how long, how long LeBron's gonna be playing at this high level, but we all know one thing. Maybe if LeBron stays in the East, he's still the king in the East. Yeah. Uh. Well, no, I don't know that for sure. He does. If LeBron's a stacked team, he'll be a king of the East. Yeah. If. If he goes to the Sixers, he's the king of the East though. If. And I don't know they make it. I don't know they make it past the Celtics. Gordon Haywood and, and Kyrie haven't st- haven't played together yet. I have sure. no idea they make it past the Celtics. None whatsoever. I have no idea they make it past the Celtics. But no one can guard LeBron though. Yeah, but I mean he's as, like the Magic Johnson, as, but with buff buffer muscles as, and stuff. As we yeah. can see, you don't need to in order to beat the team he's on. That's true. You don't. He doesn't. You don't need that. It's like Golden State is kryptonite, kind of. The Golden State is kryptonite for everybody, but, but however, specifically on LeBron. But I LeBron's think they're showing they're showing what it takes to beat LeBron. You can let him get a triple double every night and still send him home with the L. That's what the time, but that's what the San Antonio Spurs did before too. Yeah, and yeah, that's the formula kind of. But the thing is also is like if you look at his record compared to everybody else, everybody else he's like above six hundred against Golden State, he's below three hundred. That's how, that's how you know that the team that he's facing is just so much for him. That's why he gets so frustrated facing them. Yeah, they're killing him. They're but, destroying but, his psyche. But they're killing everyone. 
true. And he no longer has Kyrie, who quietly closed a lot of those games where they won. He was close. He was the closer. Yeah, he misses him so bad right now. There's, there's some rumors saying, oh, if, if they had Kyrie, would they have won? They would be up three. And I'm like, I don't that's believe not, that. That's not a that. Well, it's a question. It's not a rumor. But I don't believe that at all because they had it last year so and they were lost in five. What's the difference? So no, it, I don't think it's true. But the only the fact that it's a question kind of speaks for itself. That they miss Kyrie a lot. But no, the fact that it, you're sitting there going, if Kyrie was here, dot dot dot. He'll be yeah. Whatever comes after the dot 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 is a legitimate question to ask because he really closed the thing down. And with him out there running a point, Kevin Love was getting freed up, and LeBron was getting freed and up. And Jr. too. And Jr. was Jr. was definitely living his best life with a competent point guard. Now he just stinks now because George Hill is, is a serviceable average point guard who can't do much. With Rose. And Rose is in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, that's right. They might stay there probably. They sent him to the Timberwolves. I yeah. think they should stay. But the thing about Minnesota, I don't know if they're going to keep Andrew Wiggins and Butler. Is one of them going to go? Or they got to trade one of them? It's just too much money because I know they're going to probably pay Butler. Let's say let, but let Butler go. I don't know. So they got to figure that out. Butler's got plenty of places he can end up at. Yeah, he could. I mean, you could. Plenty of places want, the, want that dude on the squad. You can have a big three of, of Butler, Thompson, and Kawhi in one team. Which Thompson? Clay. Because Clay's contract Clay's not leaving. He's not leaving, but I'm just saying, yeah, if it was a scenario where you would have those three in one team, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't look at any scenario that calls for the calls for a member of the current member of the Warriors team any place else. Because yeah, he's relaxed. He's like he got his money. They got he money. They're, they're they're gods in that city, and yeah. and and they really 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 like each other. I think everybody forgets about that. Clay yeah. likes Steph. Clay likes Durant. Clay likes Draymond. Like they, these dudes are. They like Iguodala. Like they're all cool with each other. And they could hate on this team, but the fact is, they did it the right way, which every NBA team needs to know. You draft the right pieces, you develop them, and then you add people with them. That's how right. you build a team. That's how you build a dynasty, kind of too. Which, which they have. If they win this, it's an official dynasty. They're I mean, they the have races. no top. Number one pick out of those people, other than Durant, who was like number two, but everybody else is like, up. yeah, everybody else was like seven, yeah. nine, I mean ten, probably. I think and they turned like, them into what they are. Yeah, and I don't because of that. I don't see these dudes going anywhere. Just they're like all, each other, they're all making tons of money. They're all getting rings. They all got commercials and endorsements. Well, Everybody's living though? their great life. Say what? Well, Where's Kirk- he going? Well, how long is Kerr going to be coaching? For as long as he wants to. He's going to pull a... I think he's going to pull a pop. Like, who cares? <laughs> Why would he... Here's the thing. Why would he ever leave? It's true. Unless what it's is, for health issues. Which he doesn't have. He's still relatively a young guy compared to a lot of these coaches out here. Where's he going? He did have back issues, though. I don't know if it's so still bothering It's light. And then you take off the whole summer and, and get that together. And then you just come back. Dude... These dudes, we're inventing right now in this room. We are inventing problems for Golden State to have <laughs> that they don't really have. We're just talking things up. Like Clay Thompson can be part of a trade. No, he's not. Clay Thompson, this contract is uh, no, Curry he's could not. Go, Curry Steve, go to Charlotte because Durant has his team now. He's like, oh, see, yeah, yeah I'm gonna, gonna go to Charlotte. Yeah, that's no. what Jason Whitlock said yesterday on Speak for Yourself. You really and listen to Jason Whitlock no, say anything? I, no, because I was bored. I'm just like, you know, I'm gonna watch this, see what they're talking about. He talks about, oh, oh, it's not Curry's team anymore. It's Durant because of yesterday, and I'm like. You gotta be kidding me! He's been saying this stuff, please, and he's like, "Sure, please, please don't mention Jason Whitlock <laughs> anymore." Like that dude is the biggest walking mouth breather I've I've ever come in contact with. And talk about talking out of your out of your rear! Like, come on, man! Please miss me with that. 
I'm just like I'm not interested in hearing anything that that fat fool has to say. <laughs> he's a burger, please. He says a lot of stuff for no reason, though. I'll give you that. Because he's terrible. He just tries to. Cause, well, he's you, most people on Fox are terrible. Hey, well, he, and yet they he look fits. at and they look like, oh, they get all this money. But you look at the ratings; they're so down compared to ESPN. Because ESPN got actual journalists that yeah. do their job and understand that they do their job. That's Instead why Stephen A. Smith just, is still there. Right. That's why Max Kellerman is still there. That's why the people like Molly and Rachel Nichols and Michael Wobon. Yeah, the is a classic. Like Michael Wobon is a legend in sports. Mm-hmm. He's been covering for many years. He's not a bias like these Fox Sports people are. No, they have the best. They have the best of the best. They do the reporting. They understand. That's what you gotta do first. And that's why Fox Sports is missing sometimes. Like they get all these people thinking they're gonna get all this. You know, ratings, but the ratings are down because of that. Because they, because for instance, like Shannon Sharp, right? It's like the biggest LeBron fan ever. You can't do that though on the show. You gotta be like more professional about it. Look, I know you like LeBron, but let's even like Nick Wright, other people. But the reason why people hate you so much is because you guys are like breaking the number one thing in journalism, which is trying to be unbiased. Mm-hmm. We're being biased about a lot of things. And yeah, we have opinions as journalists, but at the end of the day, we also got a job as a reporter to be professional about it. Like, if I'm a Knicks fan and I'm on ESPN and I'm and the Knicks are in the playoffs, I'm not going to be being like, oh, Knicks are going to win in five, six, because, you know, I'm a Knicks fan and the Knicks. Like, I'm going to be realistic about who they're facing and I'll be honest about it. Like, they're facing the Warriors. Let's say Knicks have stacked team facing the Warriors, right? I'm gonna say probably Warriors in seven or something, only because of this and that. And now, and then in my heart, I want the Knicks to win. I'll probably say, you know, in my heart, I want the Knicks to win. But the way I see it, the way the series goes, I think the Warriors are gonna win like in six or seven. That's what I probably would have said, like mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but that's why Fox isn't that good. And ESPN is still better right now. That's why Fox isn't good. That's why Jason Whitlock is a mouth breather. That's why. That's why LeBron can't beat the Warriors. That's why. The rest of the teams are trying to catch up. They can't catch up, Giannis though. That's why is probably not going to stay in Milwaukee very long. He's not. Especially after they got rid of Jason Kidd. Yeah, I think that's that. they didn't want Jason Kidd to leave. Yeah, at that point, you're just like, you know he's going to be gone at some point. He might even ask for a train in the summer. Maybe the Knicks will entertain that. Well, the Knicks have the one thing we have an overabundance of. Casper. And well, you also have cap space. Yeah, but if you want to trade, we got guards. We gotta get rid of guards. We got we got plenty of guards to go. So I wouldn't be mad at trading. Um, Moutier, Moutier, Ron Baker. Yeah. Um, Burke. I know I want Burke. But what if well off the bench maybe? Say it again. We come off the bench or we start. Depends on who we get. Because I feel like Frank could start and Burke could come off the bench. I don't like that. Frank starting. Not yet. Mm-mm. What if he makes improvements, though? They could there would started. have to be massive improvements because Trey is a natural point. So you probably start them for now. He's a natural point guard. He's like he's like a like a poor man's on Iverson. I like I like I would like the combination of I would like the combination of Burke and Hardaway. No, yeah, Burke and Hardaway definitely, but it, off the bench, Frank and Lee. Because I think it might trade Lee's contract to get get somebody though. But yeah, That's I'm just I'm just speaking yeah, from yeah. just speaking from what's happening right now. I like the combination of Frank and Lee, and then I like Trey and Hardaway, and then we figure out the threes, right? If we get if we get one of the bridges, that's a three. Um, what if you get Giannis and Trey for the three? You do it. Then, then we leave. Yeah. Because I I think if we get Giannis, I think our team just automatically gets better. Yep. And absolutely. also when Porzingis comes back. But I want him at the five though. You want Giannis at the five? Yes. So you don't want Porzingis at the four at five? No, I think Giannis has more weight in him. At the, he has more bulk to him. 
I, him I, playing him playing a five stretches the floor. I think he played with the four threes is a mismatch though. Yeah, but I think we got that anyway. But Porzingis at the five and Gonzalez at the four just makes the team better. I don't know. I, I could see that happening. We'll see. But you know this Warriors and Cavaliers stuff. You know when this if this game ends today, game four, but ends today, then all we're gonna talk about is the draft and the off season and all that stuff. If it ends on Monday or whatever, then we'll, yeah, it's still the same thing. We talk about the draft and the off season. But the way I see it, Golden State they're gonna close this game in four because they tend to relax after they win an emotional win in game three that they tend to relax game four and they want to win in game five. But I think they're really focused this time. They want to end this because they want to make a statement to the league that they're the greatest team of all time by sweeping this team badly and they want to win this game badly. So the way I see it, it comes down to five things that the Golden State needs to do. They need to be composed. They need to play Golden State basketball and not play this isolation ball they've been playing sometimes. They need to move the ball around. The rank can have a spot, but if they move the ball around, it's fine. They didn't withstand runs from Cleveland because that's got to come in game four. I wouldn't be surprised in the beginning of the game, Cleveland does his run. They try to go up by like 10 or whatever, and they got to withstand that and come back. And that's tie. every game they've had so far. That's true, but in game three, we kind of expected that. It was just if the Warriors can respond because sometimes they don't even respond. The Warriors just stick around, keep it within 10, 12. And they go on a little run. Third quarter comes, they go on a run. Game's Fourth over. quarter comes, they lock it down. And they're actually doing better in closing situations now, it looks like, because mm-hmm. Durant's making good shots. But they have to have to make LeBron work hard on both ends, which they have been doing because they've been wearing him down because he's been doing a lot of things offensively, but defensively he's, mo- he's moving around a lot, and that's what they got to do too. If they make him work hard, then he's going to be more ineffective, well, ineffective in offense, especially taking these hook shots or whatever, these floaters that he takes, like a left floater because you know he's tired or whatever. I agree. So if they do that, they'll win. And then they also got to take the open shot and try to make all these extra passes because I feel like, the Warriors tend to overpass a lot, and they don't take the shot they're supposed to take the, the first time. Like Green, for instance, equal dollar, they gotta make shots. Cause if they don't make shots, then the other people, are, other teammates like Curry, Thompson, Durant, they're not gonna get open. So if they make shots, then it just makes them unstoppable. And then they're gonna start guarding Durant. I mean, Green and equal dollar so hard that they're gonna be open Curry and Thompson and Durant. So they gotta do that, and I think they could do that. It's just a, their mindset has to be like Durant said. They gotta be locked in from the beginning of the game, knowing that they can't play with the basketball gods. They have to end this today, and then they can go on a little vacation. That's what they got to look at. It. Until the parade comes. Yeah, which will probably be next week and all that, if they win today. So they have to look at that. Otherwise, we're going to have a game five, and they'll be like, oh, the Warriors are going to blow a 3-0 lead and all this stuff. Only one team in sports history has done that, and it has to be the New York Yankees for some reason. But if you look at that series, they didn't really have the pitching anyway. So, but they still should have closed it out, and the Yankees didn't close it out. So that was, uh, yeah, it was a heartbreaker for us because that's when the Red Sox started their little run, I guess, of War Series, and that sucked. And it's all after that. Everyone was never the same year in the postseason. He just started sticking up in the postseason after that. Mm-hmm. So it was just very strange after that. But hopefully that's happened to the Warriors because they're like 0 and 131, I think, for teams that are up 3-0 or something that come back. So, oh my gosh. What's the what's the stat for 0 and 3 again? Hold up. I wanna see this right now. I don't think it's been many. Uh D O one thirty one. Oh. Oh. Uh three oh a playoff series. Uh oh, teams down three and all are 0 and one thirty one. Oh god. god. No! 
Good God. Oh no! Oh my God! Why are you panicking? Because that number, one three one, three one, one three one three one. Borgia of three one. The glue. Yeah, somehow I'm not worried. I'm not. I, well, I said that last year too, and they they one and five, so I wasn't worried. But I I predict gentlemen sweep. I think they win tonight. They they should have won game one. That could have been a gentleman sweep right there. I think they win tonight, and they close it out in Golden State. <sighs> See, we said that they were gonna win game three, though. Well, I said I thought they were. You said win that. Game, well, I thought they were gonna win game three, Cleveland, because they had to. Otherwise, they're gonna get sweep. I didn't. I I. I'm gonna get swept. I only predicted one win in Cleveland. I didn't know which game it was going to be. I think with his back against the wall and then facing elimination, they go super hard tonight and they win. They went super hard in game three, too. Dude, I'm just telling you what I think. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just that record saying 0 and 131 is just like, uh, well, it might be 0 and 132 by that time. We will see about that. But I know one thing for Cleveland, that they're going to win this game. Five things gotta happen. They gotta set the tone. They gotta control the glass and finish. Actually, finish and not just miss these shots. Role players gotta make shots. At least make ten points from one of these role players, or even three or four of them. LeBron has to get a triple double at least. And they gotta make key shots down the stretch. They can't fade out in the well, fourth quarter. They're not making any more shots and stuff. That's what cost them game three. That's what cost them in game one. And they got blown on game two. So we're not even talking about that. But everything else, yeah, they gotta make shots, triple double, set the tone, do all that stuff. Otherwise, they're going to lose this game, and it's going to be a sweep, and then we'll talk about Durant, this and that, blah, 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 LeBron going somewhere else. I just think LeBron's not in it anymore. That's just me. Houston, Philly. You saw the list that he said he's going to beat? Like, Houston, Philly, Golden State, Boston. He'll never go to Golden State. What if he goes to Golden State? They won't even, they don't even have the money. They have to do some trades. They, they won't even have the money. And it would be a stupid, it would be a stupid place for him to go. It would be stupid for the NBA to go. Because I don't, I don't think they like him very much. That's so. They don't get along. But like, I've never seen though. Curry trash talk anyone, and he's trash talking LeBron. LeBron yeah. Clay Thompson is jumping in. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green is ready to smoke. Oh, Draymond Green, yeah, Draymond Green. And and Durant can't stand him. Durant is living to beat that dude. So I don't think they go get Golden State. He goes. He can be in Golden State just because he mess up the chemistry so bad. They probably wouldn't pass him the ball at all. <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna pass to the Rock. I got the rock. I'm gonna pass the rock and over LeBron. LeBron's like wide open, like yo, let me get the ball. And he's yeah, they're like, he no, nope, no, nope, everybody else nope, but him. And nope. he'll be sitting there crying, and Draymond will be doing a funny dance, making fun of him. <laughs> I don't think they do that, but I just think the rat respects him. Green respects. They respect them, but they, they get don't him like funny. him. They don't like that dude. I know the rat likes him. He 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 digs him as a friend, maybe. But on the court, he doesn't like him. Of course, it's on the court. It's a different story. And Dre doesn't like him. Period. And Dre they have is the, the same agent, though, team. I think. I think they have the same agent. Though. Draymond Green is the heart of that team. He He's the emotional leader of the team. And Curry isn't like him. Of course, he trash talks him. Same as Clay. So, yeah, I don't think they're going to need him, but they're going to meet with him. So, it'll be interesting to see what they see. Ah, says. that'd be stupid. They shouldn't even waste his time. If he joins it, I think a lot of people are not going to watch the NBA anymore because it would be like, oh, it's going to be Warriors and Boston, whatever. I think, I think that's Adam it. Silver would need to pull up. Uh, David Stern? Yeah. And just be video, video yeah, that like, stuff? Nope. Nope, can't do it. Go you can't do that though because I feel like if they were sure, if Chris Paul went to the Lakers, I think Kobe would have won like one more ring. True, probably. True, I can see him at six. 
He would have had six or seven. Any injuries at that time, and it was a pretty good squad. He would have had six or seven or something, in my opinion. Because Chris Paul was it was a young Chris Paul at the time. Mm-hmm. You had Paul Gasol. You had Kobe was still had his set piece of his prime. Yeah, 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 Lamar Odom, I think still. You had a lot of people. Yeah. So I, I, Gasol Odom and they screwed Kobe over with that though, because Chris Paul went to the Lakers. That would have been a different team. I think they would have won. Yeah, they would have won like two. And with that respect, I don't think that they're gonna let LeBron go to Golden State. I think he's gonna go with Houston. Houston or Philly. What about San Antonio? Don't see it. Not playing Popovich. Don't see it. You think he won't respect Popovich though if he went to San Antonio? So I don't think he'd have a choice. I think Pop would bench him. <laughs> yeah, bench him. Be like, yo, you're not playing no more minutes, okay? You know, get upset. I say, you play the way I, I want you to, you sit down. I just think if he, he has to have a good coach, or he's not going to win any more rings. If he has problems, you can win like one or two, maybe. You know what the ultimate bully move would be? What? To force the Celtics to trade Kawhi for him. Oh, I see. Kawhi ends up back in Cleveland, and he ends up with yeah. Kawhi's team. I don't think they can do that, though. I think Kawhi might go to Boston, maybe. They're not, they're not. I mean, no, no, no. I said Kawhi, I meant Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie. Yeah. See, that'll be messed up. Yeah, that'd be but what if he went to Boston? Kyrie would be like, don't take me out of here. You know? That's no, I'm, he, I'm done. He, I'm he done. He could force a trade to make them send Kyrie back to Cleveland. Or maybe he send a trade to another team or something. Like, that's taking well, me out of here. Well, money-wise, it probably end up being like a three-way. three-way I think he wants three-way. to go to the Knicks anyway. Who? Kyrie. I hope. You don't want Kyrie? Nope. With him and Porzingis? Nope. And Frank and other people? Nope. 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 And nope. Nope. Sure don't. Give me a nice athletic wing. But Frank will play shooting guard. And you'll be like you'll be our clay and Kawhi can no, be dude. Steph or something. And the answer's no. Still? No. I don't want I don't want an injury prone point guard with, with an attitude problem. That's sure you've been injured a lot. Uh, we've got fresh young points. Pick from out of that crop and let's get the show started. Develop what we have. Stop trying to make big moves. Get get <laughs> one, next. Yeah, like we already got an we already got an all star caliber. We got a whole bunch of young players. Let's add one more piece, which is a nice athletic four or five, or three or four, and let's get the show on the road. We got an abundance of guards. We don't need anything else. Let's get Beasley where he needs to be, so he can be six man of the year. Come off the bench and do some good stuff for us. Let's let's go from there. Let's stop trying to make big trades and with injury prone people. I agree. You just spent like half the year on the bench. Like, chill out. Don't do that. I I, I agree. I guess. I don't know. I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if everyone went to the next though. Uh, that would that would that would stink. Well, you think he's just gonna miss? Clutch shots like the end of the game or something. And no, I just think that would, I just think I just think we'd be spending a whole bunch of money for somebody who's um, risky instead of just developing. And we'd be sending fresh new talent out the door again, mm-hmm. and then we watch them develop someplace else and become these monster players that we just passed on for no reason. I think we need to exercise some patience. Yeah. Only person I'm interested in like that is Kawhi. Kawhi had one small injury. He stayed out longer than he was supposed to to make sure that he's all the way healthy. That's why I think he's a good risk. But he also been injury prone too. Say it again. He's also been injury prone too, Kawhi. But like I said, he stayed out the whole year, so I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's that's a risk I'll take. But I don't even we don't even really need him like that. Like we got one of the bridges. They both play that same position. 
fucking they stay healthy and developed though. Yeah, but it's better than the guy who we already know might not. So I'm with that. Sure. I'm just I'm just ready to take the chance and do a Golden State and start developing <laughs> this thing. Everyone right. wants to do a Golden State. Because yeah, no look at the results. Yeah, but that's rare. Do what they've done is rare because even the draft because the people, Celtics did it kind of the same way. Yeah, but Celtics have too many now. They're just like they're like There's no such thing. They're like a farm system. They they have like they're like the best farm system in the NBA. They just need to now trade these for some people. So, but we'll see what happens. I think Cleveland's gonna get swept tonight. I mean, game four. So I'm predicting a gentleman sweep. You predicting a gentleman sweep? Either way, next week when we talk about the off season. Talk about the World Cup actually a little bit because I want to talk about the World Cup and expectations and which team will win which, especially with Messi and Ronaldo who has more pressure to win the uh, World Cup. All those two because World Cup starts on Thursday too. Mm-hmm. That'll be exciting. I can't wait to see some of these matches on Thursday. But yeah, so a lot discussed in sports and of course the Yankees and all that stuff. Is, you know, they've been like in a little slump, but they they picked it back up. So, but that's good for today's show, guys. You can listen to me. I mean, you can follow me actually <laughs> at more is ten. I'm over at Mr. Mech and R-M-P-C-C. <laughs> it's been a long day already. Um, and also, you can listen to all these episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes and check for updates on our Facebook and Twitter account. See you next week.